And when they could not come nigh unto him for the press, they uncovered the roof where he was, and when they had broken it up, they let down the bed where the sick of the palsy lay. Today we have heard a very familiar passage. It is the account of the healing of the paralyzed man who was brought to Jesus by his friends. And I would like to share a few thoughts this morning. Firstly, we see that the Pharisees and the teachers of the law were present at this miracle. They were there when the paralyzed man was brought along by his friends. But they had no power to heal him. They were highly respected in the Jewish community. And it seemed that they were very powerful indeed. But this was only in a worldly and a secular sense. When it came to spiritual power, they were weak and had nothing to offer the sick and the struggling. And this seems to me to teach us that being religious is not the same as being filled with spiritual power or having a life-giving spiritual relationship with God by the power of the indwelling Holy Spirit. We may attend church. We may engage in fasting. We may be found giving alms. We may even be in leadership positions in the church and we may have a teaching ministry. But none of these things are a guarantee of a real spiritual life. If we look at the Pharisees, we see that they had no power at all. They had the letter of the law, but not the spirit that gives life. They were empty vessels. And we need to be careful that we are not following in their footsteps. It can be easily done if we only look at the outward aspects of things and neglect the inward reality. We may deceive others with an appearance of being religious. We may even deceive ourselves. But it is not possible to deceive God. He knows our hearts. And if we are wise, we will uncover our hearts to God so that our motives are made clear. We need to ask ourselves, especially if we have some particular service in the church, am I acting in my own strength or in the strength and power of God by the indwelling Holy Spirit? There is a great difference. If we have a growing relationship with God, and are being filled with the Holy Spirit, then we find that we have strength and power to serve others and to minister to their needs. But if we are acting in our own strength, then we will eventually discover that we have no power to serve others at all, and in fact that we are only serving ourselves, though perhaps this does not seem clear to us. We will be just like the Pharisees, who could do nothing for the needy people who gathered to see Jesus. Among those who were drawn to Jesus were four friends carrying a paralyzed man. What does this teach us? This poor man was unable to come to Jesus himself, and we are surrounded by many who are in the same situation. Indeed, this is why our list of intercessions contains many names, and many names are passed up to be laid on the altar. And when the priest or when the bishop processes round the church during the uh, processions that we've just had, it's not just uh, for a ritual expression. 
It's not just to give the priest something to do while the readings are being read. It is so that we might gather up the prayers and the supplications, the intercessions and the needs of the congregation and offer them to God at the altar. What of our friends and our family who are far from Christ? Who will bring them before him if we will not? This is an important and necessary ministry for each one of us in our schools and colleges, universities, workplaces, and in all those places where we meet others. If we can do nothing but pray earnestly and consistently for our friends, family, and those known to us who need God's mercy, then we will be doing a very great thing indeed. We have gathered together here as the body of Christ, the family and the household of God, and each one of us needs the prayers and the support of all. I am praying for many individuals as I stand in the altar this morning, those who have asked me to bear their burdens into the presence of God. But I am praying for you all, and I hope that you are all united in your prayers for me and for all others who are serving you at this liturgy today. These four men bore the burden of their friend together. Any one or two of them could not have carried the paralyzed friend, but together they found the strength to take him to Christ. And so it must be with us. Where we might struggle alone under the burden of concern for so many people we know, we can share our concerns with brothers and sisters in Christ and we will bring these concerns to God together. Just as our intercessions will be offered to God together a little later in our liturgy and just as we pray the litanies for various people in need throughout our service this morning. We are united together here not only in the worship of God, but in sharing our lives in service of God and of each other and of the world. Each one of us has a necessary and unique part to play in the Christian community, the spiritual communion which we share in the Holy Spirit. We are gathered together as men and women of many ages, the young and the old, we are gathered together as many people from different social and ethnic backgrounds. We have gathered together with different responsibilities, different careers, different histories and experiences. But we are united in the life of Christ by the indwelling Holy Spirit, which makes us one. And in this unity, each person gathered here today matters. And each person gathered here in our worship today has a part to play. Even the very youngest, even the one recently baptised into the body of Christ. Indeed, the most blessed times in my service as a priest are when I give communion to one of these precious little infants and children. In our communion with Christ as his body, these precious ones belong to us all. And each one of us sitting here, as we look around at those who are gathered in prayer this morning, each one of us belongs to all others. These little ones especially remind me of how I am to approach the Christian life, with unrestrained love and hope, with confidence and trust, with humility and simplicity, 
I am sustained in my ministry by the prayers of these little ones to whom the kingdom of God already belongs. We gather together and each one here is precious and irreplaceable. You are precious and you are irreplaceable. There is a service here that only you can perform for us all in the will of God and by the grace of the indwelling Holy Spirit. What of these four friends? They faced many crowds. There was the roof, but they persevered. They kept their desire for their friend to be healed before them at all times, and they brought him into the very presence of Christ, not to the edge of the crowd, not to the doorway, nor leaving him on the rooftop. But they used all of their strength and energy to break through into the presence of Christ where they laid him carefully down. And what of the burdens we bear? Those people who are dear to us and often in our thoughts and prayers and our own struggles and anxieties. This passage, it seems to me, teaches us to persevere. To make every effort in our intercessions and in our witness. It teaches us to share our needs with others so that we can offer prayers for those who are dear to us and known to us together. Of course, we know that on this occasion, the prayers of the four friends were heard and they saw their heart's desire fulfilled. Their friend was made whole and went to his home glorifying God. He was a changed man. But we also have a part to play. Will we bear the burdens of those sitting around us in the liturgy today and the burdens of others known to us? If we serve one another in this way as our four friends brought their broken friend to Christ, then we can be confident that others are praying for us and seeking to bring our needs before Christ. This is what it is to be the church of Christ. This is not a place to be outwardly religious like the Pharisees who had no spiritual power. But it is where we are united with one another and with Christ our Lord God and Saviour by the indwelling Holy Spirit. So that we have grace and power in our service to one another and to the world. Each one of us is precious. Each one sitting here is unique and has a part to play in our life together that no one else can perform. Therefore, let us bear one another's burdens. Let us value every single person gathered together with us in the body of Christ. Let us be a spiritual rather than only a religious community, so that God might be present among us and hear our prayers, and in answering them might glorify his name and bring us great joy. To the glory of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.